Hello and welcome to my podcast. This is Thomas Mosley. This is like the hundredth take, but um, today we're going to be talking about wilderness with Jordan Bayrudi and Samuel Green. Um, so starting off with you, Sam, can you just explain what wilderness is? I so wilderness is just an abbreviated, not abbreviated, a shortened version of wilderness therapy, which is essentially just uh, outdoor therapy for troubled youth. So. Teens, kids of all ages, even adults go there for different reasons. Um, anxiety, depression, substance abuse, um, just being a general creep. There's some kids like that there. And in the hopes of just getting you better as a person, or at least in a better state than you were when you got there. Alright, thanks for that, Sam. Um, Jordan, why don't we start with you. Can you describe a daily routine that you'd have while out in yeah so basically you wake up like when the sun comes up like you never know what time it is or anything so you just kind of like get up pack up like all your stuff um you like cook your own meals so like you cook breakfast i don't know some like on sunday we'd get like eggs so like that was cool but like other than that um it was just like granola so like kind of nasty but you get used to it then, like, I don't know, like, every wilderness is different, but, like, at my place, like, we'd go hiking, um, like, you never, like, stay at the same place twice, so you'd have to, like, walk hella far, like, you put all your stuff in your backpack, so, like, I don't know, it gets pretty heavy, but, yeah, basically, you just hike around, um, eat lunch, like, while you're hiking, um, yeah, you get to your campsite at, like, dinner time, make dinner, eat, set up camp, go to bed, same thing. All right, thanks, Jordan. Um, Sam, can you tell us a little about like what you would do uh, after you woke up? Yeah, sure, sure thing, Mosley. Uh, like Jordan said, I think Jordan put it perfectly. As every wilderness program is a little bit different. Um, like I was rolling over over here when Jordan said he got eggs because like the best thing I got was goddamn beans and rice. So 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 beat honestly. Best thing I got was beans and rice. No meat. <laughs> Only substance we got that was, like, borderline meat was fish. And that came in a cold packet of tuna that sat on the uh, bottom of your 40-pound pack under a whole lot of other stuff. And it just gets crushed and mowed and just completely destroyed. So you could have that on top of some rice. You made all your own food. Um, I heard Jordan over say that he had brown sugar, too, which sounds Weird. which sounds incredible, which we didn't have either, so... A little bit about my experience, I guess. So, yeah, I would get up every morning. Again, they would not tell you the time. That was similar. I was in Utah as well. Um, you'd get an I-10 every single week. Go hiking or backpacking or rock climbing very rarely. Um, six days a week. Then go back to base camp, which was just a three-walled shelter outside um, for what's it called? For one day to meet with a therapist. I was never indoors for two months straight. Um, that was a big thing. There was not a moment that I was indoors that kind of, that was mowed. Thanks for that, Sam. Sure. Uh, Jordan, can you tell us a little bit about your living conditions? Like what you'd sleep in? Whether that be a tent or like a painter's tarp or something like that. Yeah, so living conditions... Living conditions, um, I don't know, like, like, 
pretty bad at first, but then you kind of get used to it. Like, you can't take showers or anything, which is, like, pretty nasty. Um, and, like, I don't know how long you guys were there for, but I was there for, like, 11 weeks. So, like, that's, like, a long time. Um, oh, sure. Yeah. You, uh, you, my place, you, like, set up your own tarp and, like, have your own little, like, sleeping area at each, like, different place that you'd hike to. So, like, that was cool. I heard, like, some other places, like, you have to all sleep together, which, like, sounds pretty whack. Um, that was uh, me. Yeah, I like we sleeping. We got cozy. <laughs> I like sleeping by myself because, like, I don't know, you could, like, you weren't really, like, restricted to anything. Like, yeah, you could kind of just, like, sit out there and, like, it was it was actually dope. Like, that was, like, my favorite part of, like, wilderness is just, like, sleeping in nature and stuff. Like, it's pretty cool. You know, some cool stuff. Yeah, my wilderness, there was complete no sense of independence we had this thing called well we just we weren't allowed to be out of los um that oh, that stands that, that stands for that's for stands for a line of sight so <laughs> there was a guy looking at you 24 7 this always shocks people when i say they watched you poop um <laughs> literally there was like i mean they obviously didn't watch like you squat and pop a squat but like if you were behind like a tree or something you had to hold your hand out like from the other side of the tree so you could see that and prove you weren't running away which was totally, totally whack. Um, I was I was there for two months, and yeah, it was <laughs> it wasn't easy to say the least. There was some goods to it too, but toughens you up a little bit. Uh, Sam, could you tell us about your uh, your group and if anybody tried to run away? Oh, big time! All right, I'll tell you a little story. So, me and the group, I was in. Um, in my personal situation, I was in the group with all the depressed kids, which was tough because, like, no one really messed around or anything. Everyone just, like, put their head down. It was, like, a sad, sad person, for lack of a better appropriate word for this podcast. Um, so we're all moping through the desert in southern Utah and Moab, um, not Arches National Park, which is that a national park with all those big, like, red arches, I guess. Um, not the cool part. We hiked, like, next to it because... Our wilderness group got banned from there because some kid, because some kid, <laughs> I, I'm I'm dead serious. Some kid locked himself in the bathroom, and the fire department had to come and like unlock him. So like, they the national park tweaked and banned us. Um, so we were h- hiking in this limestone big mining deposit next to it, just like watching from the distance at all the cool stuff. But we were in the sad part, and there was this really big kid, um, husky for, again, lack of a better appropriate word, uh, in the back, and he was going very big, yeah, he's a big chungus, he was, he was going slow, slow, and there's this kid up front who just got there, like, two weeks ago, named Forrest, which, for all the irony in the world, he was the one that ran, because, run, Forrest, run, that's pretty funny, um, and Forrest is at the front of the group, and he just goes, F this, he gets so mad, and drops his pack, and I've never seen someone run at a speed for that long of a distance before, but, like, in 90-degree Moab, Utah, he sprinted six miles, like, across this, like, sandstone desert all the way to the highway, and a guy tackled him as he tried to jump over a fence to get onto the highway to try to, like, hitchhike. It was so funny and so whack. And I made the experience a little better just because, like, the comical nature of it, just this kid so desperate he tried to jump over a fence into the highway. <laughs> Uh, yo, Jordan, do you have any, like, funny stories that you can tell the viewers at home? You mean your podcasting class? <laughs> <laughs> um, shoot, I mean, 
Like, yeah, we'll be sucked and all, but like. Uh, the toothpaste. Look at that. Oh yeah, the sugar kid. <laughs> Do you have the toothpaste? Oh yeah, there was this weird, <laughs> there was this weird kid in my group who was like, he's literally there because he was addicted to sugar, and like I don't know, he like would freak out at his parents if they didn't give him sugar. So he like yeah, he like would eat his toothpaste and just would eat like anything that had any sort of sugar, or, like tasted sweet. It's like that was kind of weird, but like I don't know, like Wildy like Wildy's like hard, but. What's it called? Like, you're out there with, like, 12... I don't know. For me, it was, like, 8 to 12 other kids. Like, they come and go and everything. But, like, some are obviously cool. So, like, I made some cool friends. We did some cool stuff. Like, I remember one time, um... I don't know. We just did some cool stuff. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> Were you going to build off that? I remember one time or... No, that wasn't good. <laughs> Can I tell that's you how I slept? Because that's always a fun story. Yeah, why don't you tell us how you slept, Sam? No, a common question I get. <laughs> this is a big common question I get. I get, oh, did you guys have to carry your tents around? Hell no. We had to carry around tarps and paracord and build a shelter every single day. And sleep in this A-frame shelter with cramped with like eight other guys, shoulder to shoulder, just lined up like sardines in a can. The the guys would then throw a tarp over us and then sleep on either end of the tarp so no one could get out. And then if you tried to, it would make this loud-ass noise. And they also took your shoes and wrapped those in a tarp, so it's not like you could run anywhere. <laughs> like, it was it was this little glorified prison you had to sleep in every night, so. Not too good on the, the, the sleeping side. Back to you, Mosley. Appreciate it, Sam. Uh... <clears throat> Let's see. So, wrapping this up, uh, can you tell us if this whole experience has had a positive or negative or neutral effect on you? I'll take the lead on this one. Yeah, thank you, Mosley. Um, I, I, the best expression I was to consider wilderness in, in my mind is it closed a can of worms for me, but opened a lot of others. So, like, for instance, when I went there, I was, like, kind of a depressed piece of crap. And, I don't know, when I got out, I was a lot less depressed, but I found myself to be a lot more anxious than when I came there, just because, for a lot of complicated reasons. Um, ultimately, I think it did help, and it was a positive experience, because, like, the people you're there with for eight weeks, really your homies, like, I, I don't think I'll ever be closer with another group of people. Um, that's kind of my experience. Jordan, you want to share yours? Yeah, one sec. Yeah. Here. Oh, shit. <laughs> Yo, yo, chill, bro. Um, what am I answering? Uh, how did wilderness, like, is it a good experience or a bad experience? Yeah, uh, it's a good and bad experience. Like, for me, I'd say it's pretty, like, neutral. Like, they kind of balanced each other out. I met some really cool kids. It sucked for the first two weeks because I was just hella pissed I was there. Um, but then, like, I don't know, I adjusted. I'm pretty, like... <laughs> Yeah, sorry. Uh, I'm pretty, like... Yeah, I adjusted, and it was cool, and it worked, and, you know, we did some fun stuff, so... You know, I definitely, like, learned about some stuff that I wouldn't have, like, have I not gone, but... I went, and, like, it's in the past. I don't plan on going back again, so, you know, it's all good. Here, Mosley. Ah, but you can get sent back. Jordan's 17, meaning his parents are literally allowed to legally kidnap him. I'm an adult. I'm 18, so I'm free. Final question. Um, final question. Uh, Jordan, can you tell us how you were sent to wilderness? Oh, yeah. No, Mosley, no, no. Mosley, okay. Mosley, 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 Mosley. So, Ow! 
so Sam went willingly. <laughs> that wasn't my case. It was like four a.m. I was just like mowing in my room, watching some Netflix, and freaking. Uh, my dad and, like, these two just huge, like, ex-military dudes come. Like, I'm not even kidding. Like, these guys are massive. They both come in your room, and, like, they're just, like, to me, they were, like, yeah, you're coming with us to Utah. I thought the whole thing was, like, a really bad dream. Like, I didn't even put up a fight or anything. Like, some kids did. I just kind of went. Um, yeah, they, like, they, they took me to a van, and they, like, sat next. Like, one dude sat next to me while the other guy drove. They, like, lock all the doors and everything. They're, like, in the airport, like, they always had, like, a hand on me, like, I don't know, it was weird, they sat, one sat in the aisle, one sat in the window seat, I sat right in the middle of them on the plane, and then, yeah, like, next thing I knew, we were in Utah, so, it, yeah, it was an interesting experience, you know? Yeah. Alright, thanks for listening. <laughs> this is, like, the 100th take, but, um, today we're gonna be talking about Wilderness with Jordan Bay Rudy and Samuel Green. Um, so starting off with you, Sam, can you just explain what wilderness is? Alright, so wilderness is just an abbreviated, not abbreviated, a shortened version of wilderness therapy, which is essentially just, uh, outdoor therapy for troubled youth, so teens, kids of all ages, even adults go there for different reasons, um, anxiety, depression, substance abuse. Um, just being a general creep. There's some kids like that there. And in the hopes of just getting you better as a person, or at least in a better state than you were when you got there. Alright, thanks for that, Sam. Um, Jordan, why don't we start with you. Can you describe a daily routine that you'd have while out in Utah? Yeah, so basically, you wake up like when the sun comes up. Like You never know what time it is or anything, so you just kind of like get up pack up like all your stuff um you like cook your own meals so like you cook breakfast i don't know some like on sunday we'd get like eggs so like that was cool but like other than that um it was just like granola so like kind of nasty but you get used to it then like i don't know like every wilderness is different but like at my place like we'd go hiking um like you never like stay at the same place twice so you'd have to like walk hella far like you put all your stuff in your backpack so like i don't know it gets pretty heavy but yeah basically you just hike around um eat lunch like while you're hiking um yeah you get to your campsite at like dinner time make dinner eat set up camp go to bed same thing all right thanks jordan um Sam, can you tell us a little about, like, what you would do uh, after you woke up? Yeah, sure, sure thing, Mosley. Uh, like Jordan said, I think Jordan put it perfectly as every wilderness program is a little bit different. Um, like, I was rolling over over here when Jordan said he got eggs because, like, the best thing I got was goddamn beans and rice. <laughs> so, so, so beat, honestly. Best thing I got was beans and rice, no meat. <laughs> Only substance we got that was, like, borderline meat was fish and that came in a cold packet of tuna that sat on the uh, bottom of your 40 pound pack under a whole lot of other stuff and it just gets crushed and mowed and just completely destroyed so you could have that on top of some rice you made all your own food um i heard jordan over say that he had brown sugar too which sounds which sounds incredible which we didn't have either so (laughs) a little bit about my experience i guess so yeah, I would get up every morning. Again, they would not tell you the time. That was similar. I was in Utah as well. 
Um, you'd get an I-10 every single week, go hiking or backpacking or rock climbing very rarely, um, six days a week, then go back to base camp, which was just a three-walled shelter outside um, for what's it called, for one day to meet with a therapist. I was never indoors for two months straight. Um, that was a big thing. There was not a moment that I was indoors that kind of, that was mowed. Thanks for that, Sam. Sure. Uh, Jordan, can you tell us a little bit about your living conditions? Like what you'd sleep in? Whether that be a tent or like a painter's tarp or something like that. Yeah, so living conditions. Jesus. Living conditions, um, I don't know, like, like, pretty bad at first but then you kind of get used to it like you can't take showers or anything which is like pretty nasty um and like i don't know how long you guys were there for but i was there for like 11 weeks so like that's like a long time um oh, sure. yeah you uh you my place you like set up your own tarp and like have your own little like sleeping area at each like different place that you'd hike to so like that was cool i heard like some other places like you have to all sleep together which like sounds pretty whack um, that was uh, me. Yeah, I like we sleeping. We got by cozy. <laughs> I like sleeping by myself because, like, I don't know. You could like, you weren't really like restricted to anything. Like, yeah, you could kind of just like sit out there and like it was. It was actually dope. Like that was like my favorite part of like wilderness is just like sleeping in nature and stuff. Like it's pretty cool. You know, some cool stuff. Yeah, my wilderness. There was complete no sense of independence. We had this thing called. Well, we just we weren't allowed to be out of LOS. Um, that, oh, that, stands, to that, that stands for, that sort of stands for a line of sight. So there was a guy looking at you 24-7. This always shocks people when I say they watched you poop. Um, literally, there was, like, I mean, they obviously didn't watch, like, you squat and pop a squat. But, like, if you were behind, like, a tree or something, you had to hold your hand out, like, from the other side of the tree so they could see that and prove you weren't running away, which was totally, totally whack. Um, I, was, I was there for two months. And, yeah, it was, <laughs> it wasn't easy to say the least. There was some goods to it, too, but it toughens you up a little bit. Uh, Sam, could you tell us about your, uh, your group and if anybody tried to run away? Oh, big time. All right, I'll tell you a little story. So, me and the group, I was in, um, in my personal situation, I was in the group with all the depressed kids, which was tough, because, like, no one really messed around or anything. Everyone just, like put their head down it was like a sad sad person for lack of a better appropriate word for this podcast um so we're all moping through the desert in southern utah and moab um not arches national park which is that a national park with all those big like red arches i guess um not the cool part we hiked like next to it because our wilderness group got banned from there because some kid <laughs> Cause some kid, <laughs> I, I'm I'm dead serious. Some kid locked himself in the bathroom, and the fire department had to come, and like unlock him. So like, they the national park tweaked and banned us. Um, so we were hi hiking in this limestone big mining deposit next to it, just like watching from the distance at all the cool stuff. But we were in the sad part, and there was this really big kid, um, husky for again lack of a better appropriate word. Uh, in the back, and he was going very big. Yeah, he's a big chungus. <laughs> he was he was going slow, slow. And there's this kid up front who just got there like two weeks ago, named Forrest, which 
for all the irony in the world, he was the one that ran because run, Forrest, run. That's pretty funny. Um, and Forrest is at the front of the group, and he just goes, F this. He gets so mad and drops his pack, and I've never seen someone run at a speed for that long of a distance before. But, like, in 90-degree Moab, Utah, he sprinted six miles, like, across this, like, sandstone desert all the way to the highway, and a guide tackled him as he tried to jump over a fence to get onto the highway to try to, like, hitchhike. It was so funny and so whack. I made the experience a little better just because, like, the comical nature of it, just this kid so desperate he tried to (laughs) jump over a fence into the highway. Uh, yo, Jordan, do you have any, like, funny stories that you can tell the viewers at home? Do you mean in your podcasting class? <laughs> um, shoot, I mean, like, yeah, we'll be sucked and all, but, like... <sighs> uh, the toothpaste? Look at that. Oh, yeah, the sugar kid. <laughs> you mouth the toothpaste? Oh, yeah, there was this weird, <laughs> there was this weird kid in my group who was, like, he was literally there because he was addicted to sugar. And, like, I don't know, he, like, would freak out at his parents if they didn't give him sugar. So he, like, yeah, he, like, would eat his toothpaste and just would eat, like, anything that had any sort of sugar or, like, tasted sweet. It's, like, that was kind of weird. But, like, I don't know, like, Wildy, like, Wildy's, like, hard, but what's it called? Like, you're out there with, like, 12, I don't know, for me it was, like, 8 to 12 other kids. Like, they come and go and everything, but, like, some are obviously cool, so, like, I made some cool friends. We did some cool stuff. Like, I remember one time, um, I don't know, we just did some cool stuff. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> Were you going to build off that I remember one time or no? Nah, that was a good <laughs> I idea. I tell you how I slept because that's always a fun story. Yeah, why don't you tell us how you slept, Sam? No, a common question I get. <laughs> this is a big common question I get. I get, oh, did you guys have to carry your tents around? Hell No. We had to carry around tarps and paracord and build a shelter every single day and sleep in this A-frame shelter with cramped with, like, eight other guys, shoulder to shoulder, just lined up like sardines in a can. The the guys would then throw a tarp over us and then sleep on either end of the tarp so no one could get out. And then if you tried to, it would make this loud-ass noise. And they also took your shoes and wrapped those in a tarp, so it's not like you could run anywhere. Like, it was... It was this little glorified prison you had to sleep in every night, so. Not too good on the 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 sleeping side. Back to you, Mosley. Appreciate it, Sam. Uh, <clears throat> let's see. So, wrapping this up, uh, can you tell us if this whole experience has had a positive or negative or neutral effect on you? I'll take the lead on this one. Yeah, thank you, Mosley. Um... I, I, the best expression I was to consider wilderness in, in my mind is it closed a can of worms for me, but opened a lot of others. So, like, for instance, when I went there, I was, like, kind of a depressed piece of crap. And I don't know, when I got out, I was a lot less depressed, but I found myself to be a lot more anxious than when I came there, just because for a lot of complicated reasons. Um, ultimately, I think it did help, and it was a positive experience, because, like... The people you're there with for eight weeks, or your homies, like, I I don't think I'll ever be closer with another group of people. Um, that's kind of my experience. Jordan, you want to share yours? Yeah, one sec. Yeah. Here. Oh, shit. <laughs> Yo. Yo, chill, bro. Um, what am I answering? Uh, how did wilderness, like, is it a good experience or a bad experience? 
Yeah, uh, it's a good and bad experience. Like for me, I'd say it's pretty like neutral. Like they kind of balanced each other out. I met some really cool kids. It sucked for the first two weeks because I was just hella pissed I was there. Um, but then like I don't know, I adjusted. I'm pretty like. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, I'm pretty like yeah. I adjusted and it was cool and it worked and you know we did some fun stuff. So you know I definitely like. Learned about some stuff that I wouldn't have, like, have I not gone, but I went, and, like, it's in the past. I don't plan on going back again, so, you know, it's all good. Here, Mosley. Ah, but you can get sent back. Jordan's 17, meaning his parents are literally allowed to legally kidnap him. I'm an adult. I'm 18, so I'm completely Final question. Um, final question. Uh, Jordan, can you tell us how you were sent to wilderness? Oh, yeah. No, Mosley, no, no. Okay. Mosley, no. So, so Sam went willingly. <laughs> that wasn't my case. It was like 4 a.m. I was just like mowing in my room, watching some Netflix, and freaking uh, my dad and like these two just huge like ex-military dudes come. Like I'm not even kidding. Like these guys are massive. They both come in your room and like they're just like to me. They were like, yeah, you're coming with us to Utah. I thought the whole thing was, like, a really bad dream. Like, I didn't even put up a fight or anything. Like, some kids did. I just kind of went. Um, yeah, they, like, they, they took me to a van, and they, like, sat next. Like, one dude sat next to me while the other guy drove. They, like, lock all the doors and everything. They're, like, in the airport. Like, they always had, like, a hand on me. Like, I don't know. It was weird. They sat, one sat in the aisle, one sat in the window seat. I sat right in the middle of them on the plane. And then, yeah, like, next thing I knew, we were in Utah, so... It, yeah, it was an interesting experience, you know? Yeah. Alright, thanks for listening. <laughs>